Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, if you feel love for a partner or a child or even a good cigar, do you physically feel something in your body? Researchers at Alto University in Finland set out to discover this by listing 27 different types of love and where people might feel it. Partelay Rune was one of the researchers there. Partelay, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Uh, thank you for this invitation. It's great to great to be here. Most people, I assume, think about love. They think of romantic love. They might think of love for their family. Um, but you, you, in your study, you identified 27, 27 different sorts of love. Could you give us some examples what sorts there are? I mean, you know, uh, sometimes philosopher, philosophers debate like whether there are seven types of love or 11 types of uh, uh, love. And um, we think that you can feel love for many different uh, uh, things. And even in the paradigmatic uh, usages uh, within uh, linguistic communities, you know, there's neighborly love and uh, uh, love of God, love for uh, strangers, love for non-human pets, love uh, of nature, love of wisdom, uh, philosophy. So, you know, there can be many kinds many kinds of uh, love uh, besides the most uh, prototypical or the obvious examples of romantic love and, and love for one's children, uh, for instance. Okay. Uh, and did you have to debate uh, about how many categories of love to include in the study? Now, you did have 27, but it might it have been 30 or 40? Yes, ex- exactly. So we we think that uh, uh, the the number uh, of the types of love is indefinite. So we just wanted to include uh, those types that we know from previous research are the most prototypical ones. And then we also included uh, less prototypical uh, types of love, which are nevertheless well known in uh, philosophical literature and uh, Christian uh, theological literature. So, so to get uh, a good overall, uh, in a way, a good uh, chunk of uh, of loves uh, to be included in the study, so we get a broad overall picture of of this set of phenomena. And you asked the people in the study where in their body they felt different sorts of love. What what were you exactly. tra- what were you trying to discover by asking that question? Well, I mean, um, given how important uh, topic. Uh, love uh, is there's real uh, surprisingly little scientific research on this issue so we are doing basic research we try to understand uh, emotions better we try to understand uh, love better and uh, through this type of research I think we can also uh, answer questions like you know, uh, because sometimes uh, love can mean you you can have love on the uh, condom uh, package, and then the, the, that's that's love, and then this altruistic helping behavior that's also called love. So, what do these so different things uh, have to do with each other? And I think this type of research uh, gradually will start to to give us uh, an account of how different types of love are related and. Uh, how these uh, gradients of positively balanced emotional feeling uh, hold uh, this cluster of of uh, affective experiences together in a in a way. So, and and it, would it be fair to say most answers when you ask them when you ask people where they felt different sorts of love, they all it all seemed to happen in the other part, upper part of the body. No one felt love in their knees, for instance. Right. Uh, so. Um, we we find uh, a sort of uh, scale 
or a gradient of types of love uh, that we can assemble uh, based on how strongly uh, the emotion is is felt. And even the weakly felt uh, types of love, like uh, love of wisdom or uh, love for strangers are felt in the head. But the more strongly uh, the type of love is felt, uh, the wider the distribution of feeling in the in the body. So the stronger loves are felt uh, all over the all over the body, basically. Okay, is there any evidence so that anything physical is happening there, or it's just the the, the mind has somehow projected this feeling into the body? Well, I mean, we suspect that uh, there are like the um, uh, differences in um, heart rate and uh, respiration, and uh, also now in our new new study, which is ongoing, uh, we measure uh, feelings of love in the brain. So when we have those results, then then we can also uh, answer that kind of question uh, um, better. You know, you know, from the perspective of. Uh, uh, uh neurofunctional uh, acti- activity so we are looking we are looking for uh these more physiological answers as as well yeah the, it, it, but does the study imply uh, even by conducting the study or is your assumption that uh the, the the mind and the body are not separate that they're they're, they're a whole uh, and that if the mind experiences something the body to a certain degree does as well yes yes that's 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 right so we found uh, a strong uh, correlation between uh, what we call like bodily and mental salience. So we asked the people, how strongly do you feel this type of uh, love in your body? How strongly do you feel it in the mind? Uh, how pleasant it is? How well you can control it? When did you last experience it? How strongly do you associate it with touch? And we found a really strong correlation between uh, bodily salience, mental salience, and valence. So the pleasurability of the of the emotion. So the stronger you feel it in the body, the stronger you also feel it in the mind, and the more pleasurable it is. Yeah, a lot of these things, though, would they not be subjective? It's hard to maybe come up with a, a kind of a neutral standard for this. Yes, of course, they are subjective. And uh, I mean, our results do not predict any single individual's uh, experiences of love. But when we uh, take enough uh, population, enough uh, subjects, uh, then stable patterns at a group level uh, start to emerge, uh, which which is very interesting. But so our results are sort of statistical averages uh, within a given uh, population. So our population uh, was uh, mainly uh, young uh, females, uh, Finnish females in uh, higher education. So if you would do this, similar uh, research in another population, uh, in another culture, the results might be uh, different. For instance, in a a religious uh, community, uh, the love for God might be the most most strongly felt love of of all types. What did you find to be the most surprising finding? Well, maybe it's uh, slightly surprising that uh, apparently all the loves are felt in the head. And uh, that's that's something something that we didn't we didn't anticipate, and um, also we're not sure um, what the sensations are. We should look into this more. Like even the weakly felt t- types, as I as I mentioned, are are felt in the in the head. So maybe like love for strangers or love of wisdom. Maybe people associate these types of love with cognitive processes or thinking, or maybe they have pleasant uh, sensations in the head, maybe pleasant thoughts. Yeah. 
Partelay Rina is a researcher at Elto University. Partelay, thank you very much. Thank you very much for this interview. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm with Anna Glaze on News Talk.